Well, welcome to Mile 2U's series on our identity in Christ. My name is Kevin McMillan. I'm a pastor at Mile 2 Church. And thanks for joining me as we tackle this big subject. It's, it's an enormous subject, something very important to all of us in so many ways. And that's why we're giving it nine sessions. And so I hope you're able to stay with us through all nine. One thing that will help is if you download the notes, because that will give you some of the main points that we're talking about. And we'll also give you some questions that you can think about yourself. You can have a discussion within yourself, or you can have a discussion with some friends that should have help really put what we're talking about here into practice, because that's so much what we want to talk about here. The topic in Christ is extremely important to Christians, as I said, because as the title of the series suggests, it actually speaks to our identity, who we are. And really, let's face it, this is one of the big questions of life, isn't it? Who am I? Because that then plays into the question, why am I here? What is my purpose on, in, in, on this earth? These are huge questions, and our understanding of in Christ will help us understand our identity and therefore help us to understand our purpose. Now, all of this discussion has become even more important over the last few years as there's been a growing call in institutions throughout the world, and in particular, I've seen it in the body of Christ, a call for authenticity or genuineness among the people and particularly among its leaders. And this is a really good thing. We should be real. We should be genuine in our walk with God. Like everyone should be genuine in their lives. But we as Christians, how much more genuine in our walk with God? And it's been so sad to see the number of ministers who have fallen over the last number of years because of some secret life they're living. Something that's going on on the side that is just very contrary to the way they portray themselves and really contrary to the gospel. And unfortunately, some of these have been very well-known, very famous ministers, and in, in, in a way, it's sent some shockwaves through the body of Christ, through the church, and it's taken its toll. But of course, there are countless more who this happens to, but we don't hear about them because they're not famous. And yet it's going to affect all of the people around them and their churches. You see, these were people who have what we would say an outward display of godliness, but they lack an inward conviction about godliness. And so you look at them, you hear them talk, you look at them, but then you hear something about this secret life or something that they're doing uh, that no one else knows about, it comes to light, and you begin to wonder, who are they really? And you wonder, what is their identity? Now, of course, there are many, many Christians, and I count myself in this number, I trust you do too, uh, who have a genuine desire to please God in all of their lives. They, they, they want to be the real deal. They want to, to live lives that are God-honoring and God-pleasing and loving Him and loving those around us. But as we know, this isn't always as easy as it sounds, is it? As Paul says in Galatians 6:17, there are some internal battles that go on between what he calls the flesh and the spirit. He says, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. Now, we need to understand right off the bat here that when Paul talks about the flesh, he's not just talking about the physical body here. He's talking about the fallen nature of us and all of its desires and uh, appetites that are beyond what God desires for us. And so that flesh is working against our spirit and the spirit is trying to work against the flesh. And so this 
as he said, it creates some difficulties in us. It creates some battles within us. And so sometimes this raises a question in our minds, in people's minds about authenticity. Because if we have these internal battles, one side versus another, which is the real us? So is our obedience to God really coming from our heart or is it just some self-imposed discipline, some behavior modification? And so a similar question, if you make yourself do something because you know it's right, even if you don't really want to do it, are you being hypocritical? Or you could ask the opposite question. If you refrain from doing something, even though you really, really, really want to do it, but you know it's not the right thing to do, are you being hypocritical? It's a good question. It's a big question. And this problem is big enough just dealing with our own lives, with ourselves, but it only gets more complicated when we look at others' lives. And of course, we live in community, and so that happens all the time. If we have enough trouble asking ourselves, what do I expect from myself? Well, what do we expect from one another then when it comes to living the Christian life? This creates some very real tension, and that tension is in here, but also this tension can be between us and our friends, our family, our neighbors, our, our church fellows as well. So what can we do to help deal with this tension? I don't think we can get rid of it. I think this is one of these tensions that is simply there, and so we need to know how to think about it well and how to deal with it well. And that's where hopefully this course will come in. Where do we look for answers? Well, as Christians, we know that we can look to the Scripture as a source of truth. And the beautiful thing is, this truth isn't just theoretical, it's not just theological, but it's very practical. And so it should help us in figuring all of this out. Now, the way this whole series is based is this. If we can find out in Scripture what it means to be a genuine Christian, then we should be able to apply that truth to our individual lives and live it out. So that's what we're going to be looking at. If we can find out in Scripture what it means to be a real Christian, an authentic Christian, and then we should be able to take that and apply that to our lives. Now, one of the great truths we read about in the New Testament is that as believers, we are in Christ. In Christ. And again, obviously, that's what this series is all about. Here are a few scriptures that mention this phrase. 2 Corinthians 5.21, Paul says this, God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. So according to this scripture, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Romans 8.1 says this, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you're in Christ, there is no condemnation. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So this phrase shows up dozens and dozens of times throughout scripture, and it explains a lot about, first of all, our identity. What does it mean to be in Christ to, for our identity? What are the benefits of being in Christ? And also we need to know what are our responsibilities as being people of God in Christ? So finding out who we are in Christ will actually help us get a clearer picture of what a genuine Christian is. And then based on this, we should be able to deal with the tension between who we really are 
and how we live our lives. And that's what the rest of the series is all about.